Hello everybody, welcome to Fear by Design, a podcast by me, Vicky Colden. So for episode one, I just wanted to have a bit of an overview of design, horror, myself, why I'm merging them two together for both my brand new podcast and my new business venture. So being 37, what's known as an elder millennial, I suppose, um, a lot of us grew up sneaking peeks of films that we shouldn't be watching from parents or older brothers and sisters. So while we should have been tucked up in bed, we looked around corners of doors and through staircases and watched sneak peeks of Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream or um, Alien. And yeah, I was definitely one of them people. That then graduated on to Uh, watching TV shows like Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps and reading point horror books. Then my first real horror experience in the cinema was watching The Blair Witch Project with my two best friends back in 99. Um, I will never forget leaving that cinema with the look of what the hell did we just watch? The absolute prickles of chills and fear and the haunting kind of feeling that you got from the end credits and the lack of soundtrack and the just the creepy weird ominous noises that feeling stuck with me for at least a week after and that impression and that power that that film had was just absolutely influential in the kind of the fanatic that I became in horror today so fast forward 23 years and here I am After many horror movies, trips to scare mazes, conventions, anything and everything horror, I'm a graphic designer. Mainly in corporate, I've been a designer in corporate for over 10 years now. Um, I've decided to switch things up a bit. And after being inspired by um, a graphic designer called Annie Atkins, who has been working with prolifically with um, Wes Anderson on um, his movies, um, I thought, why can't I be a horror graphic designer? Annie Atkins is a huge inspiration for me. And the amount of physical things that she has made with her teams over the years just kind of blows my mind, the amount of stuff she's created. So I want to do what she does for Wes Anderson, for example, and help directors build worlds within their movies. They already exist. It already happens. You've seen Resident Evil with the Umbrella logo. You've seen Jigsaw's blueprints in Saw. Um, All these things build the world and make everything that we're watching more relatable and more real um, and more immersive. So that's what I want to do. I want to start making this stuff um, and I want to start working with awesome directors that want to scare the pants off people, basically. So what is graphic design within a movie, specifically horror, and why is it important? So just to start with movies full stop, graphic design can be utilised within a movie to create anything that is visual. Um, A newspaper, a ticket, a poster for a band that your characters are going to see. It builds the world both for you, the viewer, and the actor who's acting within its scene. So why is it important? So if you imagine you are watching a movie and the main character is absolutely terrified, there's somebody stalking her, she gets a letter and opens it up. Two different scenarios. 
One is beautifully written calligraphy handwriting and one is written in drippy red ink. You've seen the meme before. The two situations and the two different ways of presenting that information changes its context and changes its meaning. So you can see in that really simple example how good design can work and bad design or bad placement of things can, can kind of really affect the way that the scene is interpreted. So what do I think is important? I've kind of had a really big think about this when I started this podcast because I wanted to kind of distill into a few words of what's important so I could use them as criteria for things that we look at further down the line. So when I do a special, for example, hopefully on Hellraiser soon, um, looking at how things are relatable, relevant and in context. So first of all, relatability. Is it something that we, the viewer, has seen before that they're used to, that they're comfortable with, that they're happy with? That can be used to two ends. So with relatability, something that we've seen before and have preconceptions about, does it lean on nostalgia or stereotypes? The unique thing about horror that I think is really important is it can rely on them and kind of lull you into a false sense of security when you're constantly showing something that is correct. It doesn't jar with stereotype or preconceptions. But what it can do is when you see something that is different out of context and not in line with our, our preconceptions or misconceptions, it can be really, really jolting, um, especially when there's like Gage in Pet Cemetery, for example, or Chucky the Doll. That kind of um, subversion of innocence and cuteness is used to great effect. So it could be used in design as well to kind of jolt the way that people see things and hide things in plain sight. Second up would be relevance. So does it fit the time period, the situation or scenario? So if you are in a zombie apocalypse and it's been going on for a really long time, there's hardly anybody left in the world, you don't expect to see crisp, pristine newspapers. Um, the paper's going to be gritty and dirty. The print on things is going to be faded. The saturation will have reduced in the print. So all this kind of grittiness and dirtiness is really important to help impress the fact that time has passed and show that something has happened. So next up is context. So how does it fit into the story? Does it help drive the narrative? And does it save on production spend potentially by telling you that an event has occurred? One really good example from Annie Atkins was a movie where they needed to express that war had broken out. So rather than having to film a lengthy scene where there is war, and people on the battlefield costing a hell of a lot of production budget. They just gave a newspaper with war on the top as the main headline with an exclamation mark. It tells you exactly what's happened. You know from previous films, you know from war movies that you may have seen, you kind of can immediately see in your mind's eye what has happened. So it's what's known as, Annie's called it within her book, um, a herald. So it's the thing that kind of heralds the coming of something. So a good example of a herald would be in Scream, where the Stabathon movie marathon is about to happen and the kids are handing them around at the school. Um, so hopefully that helps explain a little bit around why I want to do the podcast, what interests me, 
what the kind of topics I'm going to cover. Um, and by all means, let me know if there's something I've missed, if you think that I'm totally wrong about something. People often are, especially horror fans. So let me know. Um, so next episode, I'm going to be looking at relatability as a tool to terrorise the audience. Then I'm going to be doing a special on Hellraiser and loads more planned in the future. So I want to thank you for listening. I always welcome any feedback and any thoughts. So please get in touch. I'm on Instagram, fear underscore by underscore design. This is both the podcast and the business Instagram account. So, and Fear by Design, I said, is also a creative studio. So if you're a filmmaker or in need of a designer well-versed in the genre, drop me a message. Until next time, thank you.